life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. My name is Jess. Oh. I haven't done that one in a little bit. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was feeling that one tonight. I kinda had, had that one coming. Um, and, and Yo, Nicole. what's up? How's it going? Were you dropping a beat? Yo. Is that what that was? Yep. <laughs> I'm feeling the, feeling the groove. <laughs> doing random shit, man. Uh, tonight, we are doing Bombshell, the new movie about the Fox News scandal from a couple years back. Uh, I will ask you guys first, what do you guys know about Fox News, and what did you guys know about this scandal? Um, wow. Uh, Nicole, anything? Wow, that's a lot, too much to get into right now. What did you know prior to the movie? I mean, you know? it's, not, it's not necessarily what I know. It's about how I feel about it, I guess. I mean, I, I find... Uh, strictly opinion here fox news be pretty biased in a certain direction um preach i don't want i, I don't want to say if this is it's an episode where i don't want to say if it's the wrong way or the right way i don't want to yeah, uh, sure but you know they do have a way about them um so it's not not <laughs> the choice i've ever made for getting my factual news um but this particular story is not something I knew a lot about, so it was interesting to watch this one. Yeah, Jess, what do you think? Yeah, Fox News is not my uh, news source of choice. Um, put it that way. And I, I didn't, I didn't know <laughs> yes. about the scandal. Um, probably because I anything Fox News, I don't really pay attention to it. And going into this movie, I didn't even know this was about Fox News. So the trailer is just three <laughs> blonde women on an elevator and that's it that's really it um <laughs> you didn't and see the expanded I, trailer you just no saw that that's the one. only trailer i saw and then before okay. the movie i i saw i read the short synopsis and it said three women take one man down and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> you're like wow I, I i i understand even less what this that's is probably actually the about. most vague way they could have said what so this I figured, was about yeah so I figured in the elevator, that trailer, it was just, like, them plotting, or, like, that was, like, step one to take this guy down. Jess Poor was waiting for an Ocean's 8 uh, <laughs> sequel. <laughs> just Blondes 3. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, so, I guess I'm exceptionally familiar with Fox News because uh, a family member of mine that I grew up with is a big, giant, enormous fanatic Oh, that's Fox not the News. word we were going to use, but... <laughs> No, he's a, he's a big time uh, Fox News viewer and advocate, and he if it's between five o'clock and ten o'clock on the majority of days, I'll say weekdays, but in the weekends it trickles into uh, Fox News is on in the background as he scrolls through his iPad. Um, <laughs> so I am very familiar with many of these personalities through osmosis. Um, I like you guys, not my news source, but I am also very you know I I have pretty typically into politics so let's do a lot of you know politics probably you more so than any of us ever yeah yes and and that includes okay i know none of you guys are really news political people this isn't your cup of tea Uh, whether whether you like agree with their their slant or not it's it's not something i don't think you guys get into it's at least something i do get into i like politics i like pundits i like talking about this kind of stuff and and all the different arguing people so this is something interesting to me and so i was pretty aware of the scandal i watched all the debates as they were happening in real time so this is this is something i was familiar with um so i i was very interesting to see based on similar movies like uh, vice and the big short i think they're kind of similar where they're 
doing a political or big business kind of thing, but they tackle it with a more a more entertaining uh, approach well, I for think general that audiences. It'll be interesting for us to see what you think about this, having some more background than either of us, as opposed to us watching it completely biased in the sense of whoever made this wanted to share a certain viewpoint um and yes. if we want to agree just with like fox not, news this just like fox news this movie has its own yeah and opinion <laughs> so that uh and uh, this director jay roach uh he's done a lot of comedies he did two of the austin powers uh actually no he did all three he did all three austin powers he did meet the fockers and dinner for schmucks and the campaign um, so he's done a lot of comedies, but then he's, he's kind of doing, trying to do what Adam McKay did. He's trying to transition to more dramatic stuff. He did Trumbo a couple years ago, but, uh, you guys know about Trumbo? No, I don't. Sympathizer. Mm-hmm. He was a writer. No, oh, it's a similar kind of, um, political business charged theme of a movie. Um, so I, I, I call him Adam McKay light. He makes like similar movies, but not quite as good. But if you guys have not seen, and not you guys, the listener, you guys have not seen Bombshell. It's in theaters now, uh, probably playing between Skywalker and, and the other Skywalker and Frozen, and, two. And, and Frozen 2 and every, there's a lot of bigger movies, but if you want to go see a nice little political dramedy, this, this could be up your alley. Uh, go check it out because we're going to spoil it. We rate things here at Films with the Women of My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And I have a similar uh, synopsis here that Jess had. It's a little more detailed. Uh, <laughs> a group of women decide to take on Fox News head Roger Ailes and the toxic atmosphere he presided over the network. The network being Fox News, of course. So, um, that is the story. We have uh, pretty much three protagonists. Uh, Charlize Theron plays Megyn Kelly. Uh, who was a very probably the the leading anchor on Fox News for a, l- a couple of years there after Bill O'Reilly got kicked out and before she left, you know, somewhat unamicably. Uh, Gretchen Carlson, who was like a daytime level reporter, she's played by Nicole Kidman, uh, and Margot Robbie plays Kayla Pospisil. Um, I don't think that's a real person. I think she's kind of a composite of young women I think working she's at just Fox a News. Symbol. Yes, yes. She's not based on any one person. More of a, a yes, a symbol, a composite uh, character. Uh, and then other characters that we have here, the big obvious elephant literally in the room uh, is Roger Ailes. <laughs> that's, a, that's like a triple joke because it's like, it's like an elephant in the room and he's like Republican uh, leaning and he's wow. also a very large man. So. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Woo! Plus, on fire. On fire. Uh, John Lithgow plays Roger Ailes in a l- ludicrous fat suit. Um, and then several other several other popular known actors pop in and out of here. Rob Delaney, Mark Duplass, Allison Janney, Malcolm McDowell, Kate McKinnon. I won't list them all because this page is like, it's multiple pages long. Um, and you get lots of glimpses of real life people played by real fake people. Um, so... Yeah, it goes and through those three. And a very good job, quick... we have to say, they did. They did some pretty good casting in this. Yeah, I think the casting's pretty good. Uh, one's one's kind of okay, but for the most part, I think it's pretty strong. Um, but yeah, we follow those three women as they they fight through the the sexual harassment allegations for Roger Ailes, or I guess they bring them up. Um, it's an unsafe work environment for women, and we learn about that. So the plot of the movie, I'll start with you, Nicole. What did you think of the plot of Bombshell? Yeah. Um, so I really am not one for movies about politics or, or things like that in, in our current state of the world, just because I'm so fed up with it. I don't really want to 
indulge myself with it. It just like really irates me with a lot of things. <laughs> um, so I like to live in my own. Yes. I like to live in my own little bubble for the most part. Um, but when things like this, You're part of the problem. I am sorry. But, uh, <laughs> you guys are all being, part of the problem. Just being honest here. <laughs> um, <laughs> says when something like this comes out and it's such a major, it's a, such a major scandal and a major controversy, and it really just has it hits home with a lot of women and a lot of people in this society it's really interesting to watch uh somebody put their two cents in on it and for me to find somebody who actually put in two cents that makes a lot of sense to me is something that i enjoyed watching um i like the i like the avenue that they took of giving megan kelly the um the lead of this movie um so we can hear her side of it and how her and gretchen uh carlson um really paved the way for other women to be able to stand up and say something against uh fox news and what was going on uh so a really interesting concept for this movie uh i thought it was done really funny and light-hearted when it shouldn't be that way because of what the content <laughs> is but they made it enjoyable to watch and i didn't feel this really heavy sinking feeling that i should have been feeling which is interesting um i really did like this and i there was a couple surprise people in here that i enjoyed seeing i thought that they rounded out the movie pretty well um and i liked the the justice that we saw at the end regardless of how accurate it is i totally put all of that aside to watch this movie because it was enjoyable for me to see taking down the man type of thing uh, so I didn't care how they did it. I just wanted to see it happen, and they did, which is pretty cool. Uh, so I'm going to give this a 3.5. What do you think of the plot, Jess? Wow, how can I even say anything after Nicole's perfect response? <laughs> 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 Round of applause to you. Um, I'm going to keep yes. mine shorter because I, I can't do it as well as you can. Um, <laughs> I really like this. I agree with everything that you said. And um, my favorite part probably was how... They, like you said, they made it um, a little, like, uplifting, a little funny when, you know, the themes are totally serious. Um, this is going on in workplaces everywhere, and, you know, women are being um, attacked like this, and it's horrible. But, I mean, the movie did have a different side to it. And I think sometimes it was hard for me to read some of the characters. Like, um, at first with... Um, Megan Kelly, like I didn't know what she was thinking, um, or how she spoke to her husband, or how she spoke to her friends, or her two little interns. That part kind of like kept me on the edge, and I didn't really know where it was going. Or Kayla and her relationship with her friend. Um, that too, it was like a little like, what's going on there? So it wasn't completely um, like cookie cutter. You knew what was going to happen. There were pieces where I was like, I I don't know how this is going to play out. But I mean, I love how it ended. Justice got served and the elephant got squashed. <laughs> uh, I I was surprised at how much I liked because it was getting kind of middling, and I was thinking, oh, is it going to be too one way? Or, or some people were complaining it was too down the middle, and I don't think it was. I think it was pretty fair, while also clearly being from one side of the argument. Um, but. I, I really was able to follow and liked following our three leads throughout this whole thing. Um, maybe maybe Gretchen Carlson was my least interested, um, but hers is kind of like the driving force, so we need it. Uh, I think that might have to do with, of the three performances, my least favorite. Um, not to say she was bad, but I, I, I didn't love Nicole Kidman as much as I loved uh, Charlie Theron and Margot Robbie. Um, I thought their storylines, while less 
you know, storyline-y, like less pl- driving of the overarching plot until later, um, or little good anecdotes for why this whole, th- you know, why this whole toxic environment exists and some of the problems with it. Um, and, and our resolution, uh, while I like the, I mean, the outcome I knew, like I knew, it's kind of like I knew all this stuff going in because I followed it. I know the Trump was going to argue with Megyn Kelly and the thing. I, I, I knew about all that stuff and I knew in the end Roger Ailes is, uh, gets, gets squashed as Jess says. Um, but <laughs> the ending has a little bit of more of a whimper than the rest of the movie to me. It kind of just, it kind of just ends um, like it's just kind of a foregone conclusion. I would have liked some more pow. Um, but yeah, overall solid plot. Uh, I'll, I'll give it like a, yeah, like a three, five, I think, you know, better than I was expecting a little bit of a whimper at the end, but the engaging throughout. And this is going to be the fun part to talk about because the characters, um, our three leads, I think are pretty solid to shockingly great. Um, Charlize Theron looks just like Megyn Kelly she in does. the scariest way. She killed it. Just, just like her. Crazy. Her mannerisms are perfect. Her, vo- her voice is so correct. Um, she elevate without her in this. I wonder how much I like this because she truly does elevate all the material. The material is kind of pedestrian and you know, I mean, like she has competent, but big shoes to fill for this because this is like this was became Megyn Kelly's claim to fame unfortunately and her life um you know once this all happened and for Charlize Theron to take this and say you know what I'm going to give this woman what she what she earned and what she deserves by telling her story this way and she rocked it there's a lot of uh yeah oh no she did fantastic and I I, I liked Margot Robbie more than I thought she would or than I thought uh I would I thought she's gonna be a little too character character why can't I say it character you know what I'm saying, right? Caricature. No, caricature. I definitely don't. Caricature. Caricature. Oh Lord, terrible! I had a good start. I'm stutter, <laughs> sputtering she out like here. A cheese board. Yeah, I was gonna say charcuterie. She I was, definitely know she that. She was that very charcuterie. Um, so, uh, no, she was much better than I thought she was going to be. And then a lot of our side characters. I'll talk to you when I give my ranking. But I'll, I'll go back to you, Jess. What do you think of the characters in this movie? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Charlie's definitely killed it. I probably couldn't cast anyone um, better to be her. Again, her mannerism, just the way she looked, um, the way she acted, and how she reacts to her coworkers, and how she talked to Donald Trump, and you can see in her thoughts, like, it was so, so, so good. Um, and I agree with you, Nicole Kidman didn't really do it for me. She was good, and she played the part fine, but... Yeah, she I wasn't know. bad. She was just cu- in comparison to the long shadow Charlize casts. It's yeah, just, it, I don't know pales. if it was just the bad hair or what, but <laughs> I did not like that hairdo on she her. She did look like Gretchen Carlson. Like they, they, <laughs> they did a gr- the makeup when we get to visual and sound. I think is another <laughs> another star of this movie. <laughs> um, and I I did really like um Margot. I think in the other role we've seen her in too, in Once Upon a Time of Hollywood, she isn't um like a straight out character. She has a little confusion to her. You don't know whether she is kind of, if she's ditzy or if she's really smart or she knows what she's doing or if she has like a, a little side game. Um, she's always one to question about, but I, I loved her confidence. I thought she was totally fun. Um, and I like her friend at work. I think those two together were um, my favorite. You're talking about uh, Kate McKinnon's character? Yeah. I, I didn't think I would like her because I think the last movie I was in, I, I wasn't really feeling it, but... I totally like her role and how she plays um, the lesbian at Fox News and she feels like she's stuck there. Um, I, I liked how they included that dynamic there because it just shows more of the demographic. Yeah, definitely. Would you think? 
What'd you think, Nicole? Um, yeah. Oh, did you give a number? I don't even know if you gave a number oh, on that. Oh, um, definitely a four. Yeah. Nicole? Uh, I totally agree with, you know, I, I love the jab that they gave us with putting a young lesbian woman as an intern or, or what have you for Fox News and having to keep herself silent and hide her picture of her girlfriend and all this stuff. Like, how how crazy is that? That that's just the, the camaraderie of this place, you know? Um so I, I have to say, I don't know why, not that, I, I mean, I think that Charlize stole the show for sure, but it's not that I didn't like Margot Robbie. I don't know. I think it's something about her character. She just always has, like Jess said, that little ditziness where I don't think it was necessary for this one. You know, I want her to be the strong woman that she can be, that we've seen in other films for her, um, but just something struck me strange about this one you know i felt so horrible for her when we have the scene of her meeting roger in his office and everything and oh my how, gosh yeah that was cringeworthy you know, absolutely oh, yeah, just that scene, imagine yeah. how many how many women have been in that situation and she did play that very well it was very very uncomfortable to watch um for the right reasons you know they really put us in that position so she did do an excellent job in that sense um i thought that uh john lithgow was really good <laughs> he was gross and disgusting and <laughs> he did a really good job of playing that um remember we both at both at different times in the first probably 20 minutes of the movie did job of the hut shit like oh, oh my oh, god and then literally at one point the movie, uh, roger ailes <laughs> is upset and he's like they call me job of the hut and he's like waddling on the cane and i'm like and we both look at each other like yes we did yeah, <laughs> we literally <crazy>. did <laughs> but um the person that i can't think of her name to save my life but roger's secretary the older woman um yes holland taylor holland taylor absolutely she I, I just her character is probably the one that that gave me the most feeling and i just feel so horrible for her because she is an older woman that is really this is all she's going to do for the rest of her life is be a secretary for roger ailes and she can't say a goddamn word about it or she'll be fired and doesn't have a job and she can't i think she's really playing with that internal conflict of trying to save these women from going in there but she's not going to say anything because her job's on the line and she's probably been dealing with this shit for for 10 20 30 years of however long she's been working with him and it's just heartbreaking to see because you know in the back of her head she knows how horrible this is but she's not gonna she's not gonna do anything about it and it's just that's what this whole movement is about that that you know started from this is that saying yes i know this is happening and yes we need to speak up you know so her her role is very important um even as little as she's in it i think that she's really something um i also like the dynamic of megan kelly and her husband it's very interesting um yeah mark duplass good to see him in yeah here, he, playing douglas brunt i think he did really well in this i think you can really see you know he he wants peace in his life and his wife's life and it's just no such thing <laughs> and they show like mm-hmm. you know the scene where they have all the paparazzi standing outside the door um at their beach house or whatever and it's just like he's probably so fucking fed up with this shit too but he's gonna be there for his wife regardless and you know that was a, that was an interesting dynamic because you never th- you don't think of him with this you know it affects him uh mm-hmm. just the, her family life it's so unfortunate for her children and everything but regardless 
I'll stop blabbering on. I thought everybody did excellent. <laughs> I really thought that Kate McKinnon was really good in this. I think she was one of my favorites in this too. Um, so I'm going to give it a four. I'm uh, we all seem to be gushing about it, but we're stuck at a four. I'm going to bump it to the four or five. Wow. I'm going to bump it up that little extra bit <laughs> because, uh, well, I mean, Megan Kelly, very clear. Well, she's, she's great. I mean, Charlie's just in, insane. It's, might as well be her. Uh, and Nicole Kidman, I share, uh, Jess's sentiment. Just because she kind of pales in comparison to our other older lead, I guess. Um, she's just, it's, you know, she's fine, but she's probably the weakest point of, like, the acting. Uh, Margot Robbie, I really liked. And that scene you brought up, the um, the Roger Ailes scene, I think it's the best scene in the movie. It makes you generally uncomfortable and queasy. And it's a movie about, I mean, it's, it's not just, you know, sexual harassment. I mean, there's assault allegations. There's implied, you know, making people blow them and rape, get rape. And there's dark ugly themes in here they don't show it overtly which is a choice filmmaking wise if you're gonna make a big you know crowd-pleasing movie probably can't show those things it's not a weird art house film um so that scene has to convey the threat and grossness that all went on while still kind of remaining tame enough to be tolerable by audiences and it walks the line perfectly it's perfect like i I would usually complain about inauthenticity in a movie like this where like well they didn't show anything or they didn't really like they they didn't make me feel like there was a threat that scene alone let alone a bunch of other really good you know taught scenes made the threat real and it's really and i think that has a lot to do with her and john lithgow's fantastically disgusting acting in this movie Um, without without him being just i mean he's he he basically gets to play a mustache twirling or in this case jowl twirling villain and and walking around (laughs) a cane and and just being i honestly can't look at him in another movie again i think this is done (laughs) it for me he's always gonna be roger ailes which is a damn shame because he's a really good actor and he's a really by all accounts in hollywood he's a pretty nice guy in hollywood but um, uh, and then the biggest shock to me, other than you know this, our top bill being so good, I've never liked Kate McKinnon in anything ever. I think I've probably said that on this show before. God, I don't think she's shame. very good. I, I don't find her funny. I don't find her interesting. She's really fucking good in this movie. She's oh, so she's great. Um, it totally like it's brought me back up to like you know what I don't I don't hate her anymore. Not at all. This one role won me over, uh, and it shouldn't have. It's another like. She she's playing kind of a somewhat what could be a preachy and unlike like obvious character. You know, I'm the hidden lesbian at Fox News, and you know the Fox News story. It makes your what was is a good line. Um, is a good little jab. Um, uh, stories that your grandmother would uh, be afraid of and that would piss off your grandfather. <laughs> yeah. or however the fuck she phrased it. Yeah. She has a lot of those little jokes, which should rub me the wrong way and be too obvious, but it doesn't. She really pulls it off, and she has some surprising depth and like heart to her character. Um, and I won't blather on anymore, like Nicole said earlier, because there's a so many side characters. Yeah. Really I kind of want to talk more about them. I want to talk more about all of our side characters in visual sound because a lot of these actors, uh, a lot of them smaller time actors too, are playing real people. Um, and I'll go back to you, uh, Nicole. Visual and sound of this movie. What do you think of that as a whole? Um, actually, the one thing that I want to bring up in the visual and sound is the camera work in this movie. Um, I just thought it was so okay. brilliant the way that we had the panning in and out of people's faces when they're talking and quick cut scenes and moving back to back in conversation and it made it so real that we were sitting there watching this in real time just as if they this is how hectic it was when all this shit came to life for fox news um you know we we get a lot of zoom ins on people that are talking and it just shows their um 
you know, how things are going just completely insane in there and the hustle and bustle. Mm -hmm. It really was, I just thought that was awesome. It was like an amped up office scenes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so that was what was the best thing to me was just the, how this was shot. Um, that that's that's what stuck with me the most i think i can't really pinpoint other things because i was so fixated on that um i just thought that it was really well done and like we've said multiple times the actors in this have set like pinpointed the real life person to a t all of them Mm -hmm. everybody looked exactly like who they were supposed to our, our three leads, I mean, well, the two that are based on on real people looked exactly like it. They acted like them. They made it um, uncomfortable like it was. They didn't fuck it up with having them set into interviews with, like, clips of other people. I don't know how they did it. It was just really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give it a four for the visual and sound. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I agree. I thought the visual and sound was so good. Um, on top of that really disturbing scene that we talked about before between um, Margot and Roger Ailes, that was definitely the best one. But I do really like the elevator scene just because you you think the three of them are tag teaming together, but there really is hardly any overlap between the three leads. Um, no, there's tension at times between Yeah, there's tension, but it's them. not like any of them are scheming together or any of them really talk about their feelings much there was that right. scene where um megan kelly approached kayla and just specifically asked her um like has roger ailes done anything to you and then kayla was like oh how did you know and she kind of just um flourished about her experiences but other than that it, it wasn't like the three scheming together or taking them down all together it was just getting the pieces um right where they had to be so I I like the tension in the elevator because they know which floor each person's getting off to kind of think what's going to go on or what's going to happen. It's a good plot device. Yeah, the eighth floor and the second floor. The eighth floor being the Murdochs who own Fox News and then the second floor being Roger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, train off thought. Um, but yeah, that Sorry, was... Sorry, I didn't mean to derail. <laughs> no, that was definitely my favorite scene. And I'm going to gush about how much I love the humming part. I, that created so much tension and so much suspense, and it's something that you think would happen in, a, you know, a, a very a horror movie or suspenseful movie, like hearing like the little uh, chorus in the background. But this is in an office, and this is about politics. So I like how they incorporated <laughs> that, and it, it just like it makes your skin on your, uh, I don't know, on your arms like arm hairs go up. It's just, I loved it. You're talking. You're talking about that, uh, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for okay. sure. What was your final uh grade? Oh there? sorry. Um a four. Yeah, um I will probably stick with a four on this as well. Um the camera work it's funny you mentioned Nicole was actually something I was not super into. Really? Um in the good well, in the good scenes it works. Like in the the the, the Roger Ailes, Marco Robbie scene, it's very good. Um and some of like uh like there's some scenes that stand out and I think it was from the trailer too, but it does stand out when Megan Kelly's about to take the bite of a piece of pizza and then Trump talks about her period on the on the air. <laughs> like that's it stands out. And like there are scenes like that. There are some times though where it does feel a little HBO TV movie occasionally. Um I don't think the camera work is. I think that's uh, why I like weak. the style, because it didn't I wasn't sitting there watching a movie. I was sitting there watching people's real lives come to life. It's possible. It might have spoken more to the kind of the kind of uh, programs you, you you tend to. 
gravitate towards. Um, but the, no, the, what, the visual that blew me away was specifically, and we've talked about it a lot, the makeup. And I don't know if they did CGI deep fake. Like, I don't know how they did it. But when I saw fucking Bill O'Reilly sitting in that room, oh I was God. like, did they get Bill O'Reilly for this? Is this archival <laughs> footage? Like, Bill O'Reilly like would him. never do this movie. How did they do And I looked it up. I was like, they, they must be, like, archival footage. That was an actor. Like, the actor's name is Kevin Dorf. That was a guy. That's crazy. I don't, they made him look <laughs> wow. like Bill O'Reilly. Identical. I, like, scared of, like... Like truly, like like uh, Charlie Theron looks a ton like Mel and Kelly, like ninety nine percent. No, this dude's a hundred percent Bill O'Reilly, and it's terrifying. <laughs> um, and that's just uh, that's the best example. But like, there's a bunch of personalities I recognize in the background, and I recognized who they were. They didn't have to say who they were. Like yeah. they did the little blurbs that showed the words. Didn't need it. I knew who Rudy Giuliani was. I knew who Brett Baer was. I knew Janine Pirro and Kimberly Guilfoy. I know these people because I don't know if I was buying number. the Rudy Giuliani. I didn't think that he really looked like that. His mannerisms sold it for me. Oh. Like I could, I could, I could if they hadn't young. told me what he, well, it was Richard Kind, which is an actor we've seen a lot, but um, I mean, he has somewhat of a distinct face. I think people will know him for a lot, a lot of things, yeah. but um, I, I, yeah, I suppose I, I pull pull him out, <laughs> pull him out. Everyone else, uh, just looks so much like the person they're supposed to be, and and that is definitely a like this should be up for some sort of like makeup wardrobe Oscar. I know that there's a couple of those categories. Like this, this is on my short list. I think this should be be at least nominated, if not win. It it's a strength. Um, and then the sound, I, I you know not a lot other than I did notice the huh huh that Jess pointed out. Um, I love that. So part. at least we, <laughs> it does lead me to a four. I I would like to give it higher. Um, but there's just it's just other than the stunning makeup and visual effects work with the faces and make people look right, it's it's a fairly conventionally made movie, um, which is fine. But yeah, the makeup elevates it. Uh, and the end is, I said a little bit in the plot, kind of what I fizzled out with. Uh, Nicole, I think I, we talked. We don't talk much after these movies. Yeah, we're briefly. Them just to keep us surprised. But I know that the end was a bit of a fizzle for you too. Like I, you knew it was going to happen. You knew Roger was going down. Yeah. Um, but it it didn't land as with the emotional impact that the rest of the movie was kind of. I think going that we towards. were looking for the bombshell of what it was supposed to be and it kind of yes. it kind of just ended up being this is what happened this is who has to come in to talk to us this is what's gonna go on next and xyz the end she got her lawsuit going on bada 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 and like there was no like major drop that we saw on tv or you know ha- like there's no there was nothing left from donald trump to say and you know i wish well they show some roger ailes gretcher carlson side by side but i think a lot of like the amping up and like ending it happens in the last 15 minutes and maybe maybe it feels rushed because the rest of the movie is so building up yeah maybe do you think in real life he really wanted to document his farewell like you know in that scene where he was like i want to be on with you when i say my last goodbye (laughs) hold on say this again i'm trying to remember where roger ailes um wants to say his goodbye on the network and they say, oh, no, that's with not uh, a good idea. With Rupert happened? Murdoch. Yeah. So I because I know the whole background of this because I have actually watched documentaries on both the Murdochs as well as on Roger Ailes. But all fascinating, fascinating creatures. Um, humans, but mostly creatures. Um, yeah, Roger Ailes and, and, and Rupert Murdoch were, were friends for a very long time. That's why he was able to carry out his reign of terror over Fox News for so long. He invented it. Um, and then, the yeah, the, the children Murdochs, which we haven't really talked about, Lachlan and James, who are, in fact, really Rupert Murdoch's kids, played, of course, by actors. 
falsely again, um, did not like Roger Ailes. So this was like the perfect excuse to bail to bail uh, bail their dad out and be like, hey, we don't want this fucking guy here anymore. So that was like the I, that was the closest thing to a final blow is when his old friend, which I knew from like my outside knowledge was like no Roger you just need to go like you can't you can't be here anymore <laughs> oh my God. and um and and uh, Nicole Connie Britton you didn't even talk about her i know you like her as an actress she's oh, Beth yeah. she's she was, Roger's she was wife. she's Roger's hostage yes, wife yes <laughs> i forgot all about that i mean it's just oh, that's just the wife. such a a matter of brainwashing such... and um you know she almost seemed like like into the cuckolding like she like wanted this disgusting monster she married yeah i don't know what her deal is i don't know what she was like in real life i don't know how much she's had to swallow her pride and really just forget about what the fuck's going on for the sake of her life um but she did a really good job of just being a nasty bystander at the same time and loving that i know just supporting of her husband like no matter what yeah she i love her be ugh I love Connie Britton. She did good. I like her. <laughs> so let's talk about, I and mean, we've talked about the ending, the overall resonance feel. I'll bounce back to you. Uh, who was I on? I think I'm on Jess this time. Uh, what do you give the resonance and feel? Ooh, I, I think it's going to be my highest rating. I'm going to give it a four or five. Um, for the themes that we've stated earlier, uh, it was a real mm-hmm. eye-opener to me. This I didn't know much about the scandal at all, so I loved how I... Um, I learned what happened. I knew the um, the newscasters and everything. And I liked some of the conflicts. Like when um, Margot kind of told, yelled at Charlize and she was like, if you got assaulted by Roger, why didn't you say something earlier? Why, you could have helped all of, the, all of us. And I feel like that mm-hmm. probably happened so many times where a woman doesn't speak up just because maybe she's too scared or she's threatened or she doesn't want it to have that name stamped on her and i don't know uh i i like that they included that in there and she wasn't afraid to really talk back to megan kelly and say what was on her mind um and then you know we all we get the grossed out feel and i think just soon to the movie once you hear roger ailes talking like you just want him to shut up. Like you're like anything that you say <laughs> is just gross and disgusting, and like I don't want to talk to you anymore. But I I, I love how it's all about um, women empowerment and helping each other out. And Nicole Goodman uh, got what she um, worked hard for the entire time. She knew, or I guess she researched how this is going to go down, and it worked so well for her that I'm I'm really happy that she got that. What do you think, Nicole? Um, yeah, I there's so many themes in this film, and you know, just starting off with having these two women that people know and have been on TV forever, and to have this um, intern or whatever you want to call Margot Robbie at this point, um, having that balance of people that have been dealing with this shit forever and somebody newer, and seeing that it knows no age, it knows no time period. And this thing has been happening for God knows how long is really important to bring to light. Um, so I thought that that was really, really interesting to, to show. There's a lot that there's a lot of things that Margot Robbie says in this that I don't want to sound biased in my own opinion here, because that's what we're talking about of how Fox news is. And, you know, to if, but if you, at the same time, if you have a, plain cut and dry 
movie, it's not going to be entertaining. I'm sorry. That's just the way that life is. <laughs> um, but to have Margaret Robbie come in there and say, Fox News is my family's Bible and it's our, our living room and Fox News is on is our church or whatever she says. Like that is <laughs> yeah. serious stuff where there are it is. people. I've, I've known people. Yes, yes there are people it's, it's, it's a real thing. in the country, in the world, what have you, that watch Fox News. And this is what they, they live by and don't do their own research and don't do their own fact checking and things like that. So, you know, it's really important to see that there's a lot of themes in here that are really true to life and, and need to be addressed and need to be brought to people's attention. So um, I just think that they did a really good job of bringing all that together, showing some badass people doing some badass things and not following the stigma and speaking up for themselves. And even though they know that their jobs are on the line or what have you, they, they did it for the well-being of others. And, you know, that was really, really something interesting to, to make a film about. So I'm going to hit this with a 4.5. Hmm, that's good. I'm glad you guys are saying. And maybe, maybe it's the it's the what message of women in the workplace that resonates with the two of you more. Um, I found it entertaining and like enjoying the ride as I go. But that's what it really is for me. Is a much more of an enjoy the ride more than I expected kind of movie. Um, not super sticky for me. A little pedestrian overall as far as in my memory. We saw it a couple days ago, and I do remember enough. I remember the big scenes that I really liked. Um, and you know, overall, I, I'm probably gonna land like a three five. Um, still above average. Still above what I was expecting. Um, but mm, somewhat disposable for me overall. But I mean this. You know, probably speaks to you guys a little bit more. I, I don't want to get too specific or personal, but does this resonate specifically as both of you have worked in multiple workplaces as women? Is this a... How does um, this... I, think, I, I don't know how to say it without... I, I don't want to be weird, because, but you know, you know what I mean? I think it's because, I mean, based even on our own political views and things like that and, you know, what both of us believe as women and as humans, you know, this is really important stuff that's happened in the past five years and... You know, for this stuff to come to light for for not just us, but women in general is really important to be broadcast to a large audience like this. And when you can add that little bit of humor, I don't want to say it makes it better, but it gives people hope that these women who were so popular and and famous can can speak up and say something and not be not be shamed the way that other women may think that it may be so you know it's it is very important yeah i agree i love that they make this into a movie just for people like me who was not really aware what happened um i totally learned a lot and there's a lot of movies and tv shows right now um going on where the same thing is happening and i love how we're all talking about it i don't think we're as scared to discuss what's going on and um point fingers there was even the scene where um kate mckinnon didn't want to know what happened to margo just because she didn't want to get involved um and i, I mean mm -hmm. you can understand where her point is but it's we should all talk about it and we shouldn't be afraid because this is terrible and it you shouldn't have to go to work um or shouldn't have to think you can't get promoted unless you do something like this mm, so true uh, that's uh, I think that's a good place to end. Well, I, I do want to tack on one more. We've been bashing, um, it, I mean, specifically Roger Ailes, because he is objectively not a good guy. He's no longer with us. So, I mean, this was his last days, was feeling this heat, which 
based on what we know, <laughs> he probably deserved. Um, but as a whole, I will not bash specifically Fox News. I know they have a slant. I know they have an audience. Um, but I don't want it to sound like, and I won't speak for my two co-hosts. I can have their opinions as they would like. Um, I don't personally want to bash just Fox News. I think there are a lot of news organizations on on multiple spectrums of the political biases that are flawed and unfair and kind of spin things to their own agenda so i i I try to take a more cent i try to take a more centrist approach for the majority of movies just like we did um what was it richard jewell a couple like a week or change ago that that has its own political slant too and the same kind of thing i don't i mean i want to try to judge it as the movie and not you have to to realize where cinema is right now in 2019 2020 what are some of the films that are hitting the big screen now that are causing a lot of talk and a lot of impact on people and a lot of those are politically driven and serious topics in world history and cultures and things that are starting to come to light and this is this is what we need to talk about now Oh, I thought you were going to say a bunch of superheroes and capes. Uh, well, that's for when we're not in the mood <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> those, I, thought the, I thought those were the movies everyone's talking yeah. about now. <laughs> and movies like this get pushed to the side and go get talked yeah. about. <laughs> All right, we're at the end here, uh, and I'll start with you, Jess. Would you recommend Bombshell? Uh, yes, I would recommend. Um, I think this should be watched in schools um, with your parents, with your friends. And it can relate to any audience. It at first I honestly thought it was some sort of chick flick since there was three blonde girls on an elevator, but it's completely <laughs> not. Um, I think everyone would enjoy it, even men. Um, yeah, I would 100% recommend this. I'll push back and say the most hardcore Fox News watchers may not be able to access <laughs> this, but if you are not, if you are not that, I think an, yes. There's always an extreme to. There's always an exception to a rule with extremities. Sure. <laughs> yes, Nicole, would you recommend Bombshell? Um, yeah, I would. I would recommend this. I didn't know how I was going to feel going in watching a movie that was based on Fox News and um, what they had to say about it. I was very curious, um, but the outcome was something that's very uh, interesting and important for us to get to know and understand. So I definitely do. Yeah, I'm on board with you guys. Uh, solid recommend. Um, better than I was expecting it to be. Um, a little flat at the end. Uh, a little conventional at times. Really elevated, though, by its performances, by its exceptional makeup, and by, you know, just, just being a little stronger with, with its uh, cohesion than I was expecting. And um, maybe it's because I know the people in real life, and, and that's... Oh, you met them? Not, I don't... Um. I don't know. I was about to say, I do not know <laughs> any of these, these ladies. I do not know any of these men and women personally, but uh, <laughs> I, I am aware of their personalities, and I thought the portrayals were done quite well. And you guys seem to enjoy it while not knowing yeah. hardly anyone. So, three recommends for Bombshow. That's a good one. I'm glad that's in the books. Um, it's in the mid 60s right now. I think it deserves a little higher. I would put seen. it more in the. I thought so too. I was surprised at how low this was getting. It could be the biases. It could be not going too, not going too far, or going too far, or not far enough. Whatever you want to say. Um, whenever you have a political movie, it's hard to it's hard to get a full consensus. But no, I would I would put this in like the mid seventies if I had to gauge it. I think it's it's pretty solid. Um, so we're we're coming to the end of of twenty nineteen here. Um, next week you should have our our draft uh our draft on instagram if you guys heard that episode it should came out a couple days ago uh go back and listen to that one that's probably our most fun bonus episode we've done yet we drafted uh each of us each of the co-hosts of the show 
uh, eight movies from the year 2019, and it'll go up on my Instagram in tournament form, just like a lot of our other tournaments have gone. And uh, you guys can vote every day on the matches, and we'll, we'll see who picked the winning movie. I know someone's a front runner here because they got the first pick, and <laughs> there's a pretty strong first pick. It'll be a, quite a bit of an upset if that gets overthrown. But um, <laughs> if you want to go check that out, that poll will be up. The first poll will be up on Monday, and that's on my Instagram. Uh, Brennan underscore pod host. Uh, and if you want to reach out to us, it's pretty much January. We're, we're right about here. Holidays are wrapping up. And that means two things. Uh, listener suggestions, which have been piling up, and we will get to several of those. And just movies. Uh, oh, yes. And just movies. So we might be waving bye to Mama K for a while because she will not go and see these horror movies. But uh, Nicole, and I, Nicole and I might be subjected to, to the to tyranny insist. of... Uh, of the turning and Hansel and Gretel and Fantasy Island and all these wonderful movies coming out. So if, if you have anything to recommend to us, though, Films with the Woman in My Life on Facebook and also my Instagram, which I already said, I'll say it one more time for you guys, Brennan underscore pod host. All right. Thank you guys for being yeah, on for Bombshell. Yeah, this was a good one. Yeah, thank you. This was fun. Solid episode. I like this one. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your Thank you again for listening and enjoying